you guys. Guys. Welcome to you from Stephanie. New apartment. Guess who don't live with her parents anymore? It's me. She got out of that haunted ass house. It's me, guys. I did. At the tender age of 30. Yeah, I finally flew the the nest. Flew the kid. That's not a good representation of me in my life. No, it's (laughs) by and large not the only thing you've ever done. No, 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 no. I've only lived at home for the past year because of grad grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, quick note: if you go to grad school, you're not you're not going to get any money for like no. Well, you will have to live with your parents no matter how haunted their house is. Yeah, no matter how often they ask you what you're doing with your life, you're gonna have to stay. You're gonna have to stay there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You'll save a little money. You will. You'll get to go. You know. You'll get to invest. I didn't. Did you invest? But yes, you'll get to. <laughs> Can you teach me how to do I that? I do technically. I have a 401k from Wait, like what? one job that I had. Oh, not this one. No, no. I was going to say like they <laughs> told you how to set that up. No, dude. I don't know. Mm-mm. I have nothing. I read a thing this week that was like, by age 30, you should have at least like one year's salary and saving. And I was like, um, Are you kidding? You fucking dream on. I barely have one paycheck salary in savings. If you, honestly, anybody listening to this who has a year's worth salary and is 30 years old, fuck, fuck you. off. Fuck yourself. Fuck you. And also, I'm in a jam. How did I you need do a couple this? dollars. I would love to just yeah. hang with you and maybe yeah. crash with you. If you um, have like a summer home that you also sure, have a spare room in, I would like to come. sit at your apartment yes. when you're on vacay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, how? I don't understand. I'm I don't living, get it. I've been living paycheck to paycheck literally my whole adult life. I think adult for life. me, it's that every time I get something started, mm-hmm. after, like, right at the, like, juncture where I'm supposed to be moving forward, I mm-hmm. quit whatever that is. Don't do that. Yeah. I just, it's worked out, honestly, no regrets. Okay. Like, everything yeah, I've done. No, everything has been, like, great. Yeah, and I'm and not here you are. rich in dollars, but I'm rich in a Experience. lot of other things. I yeah. My thing is that anytime I get paid, I schedule yeah. a, a credit tattoo. card payment. No, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. But I'll schedule a credit card payment the same day that my paycheck comes through. So yeah. it's just there's always no money. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Steph's apartment is gorgeous. Guys, there's everyone walls on walls of exposed brick in this show. Beautiful exposed brick. We were just watching some Alias Grace. Shout out to Alias Grace. We're watching Mm. it sitting against an exposed brick. Yes, my my furniture isn't here yet, but you know what? I don't even I'm canceling it. That brick wall is really comfortable. I think all you need is maybe two low cushions. Beanbag chairs. Mm Yeah. Go on pbteen.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get some cool furniture. You know, I saw in the corner there was some throwaway mattresses. I'll just grab those. Yeah, go get some. Go get some, you know, um, on like all those sites where they show you how to make things really quickly in like a fast forwarding video yes. on Facebook. Um, just go get some like abandoned wooden, um, what are they called? The like crate things that people cart things into like restaurants on. Pallets? Yeah. Yeah. Get, like, 50 pallets, like, hose them off or whatever. That's a good idea. And then just build a whole furniture, like, storage room. In Prospect Park, there was some dudes uh, raking up all the leaves, putting them into giant bags. Oh. Snag some of those. Oh, my God. Time at the top. You could make a whole mattress out of that. Eco-friendly beanbag chair slash mattress. Yep. And as we've learned, 
uh, horse hair, if you can go up to some police horses, yes, you just snip that tail right off. Here's my question. Now this is Against disgusting, and I'm cruelty. sorry. Okay. How far into the tail is there meat? <laughs> Welcome to that's the spirit, everyone. This is our podcast about ghosts. And oh, I really uh, want to know, dude. Uh, is there any meat in the tail? I'm just trying to not. You know, uh, you got me because now I can't stop <laughs> thinking about it. It's the same thing as like honestly, but is it the you same? You know like, that a cat's tail is like all meat. Is a I feel like it's tail mostly skeleton. A cat's tail. Yeah, but skeleton with meat around it. You know uh, sure, what I'm saying is like a cat's tail isn't just vertebrae. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Whereas with a horse, I'm like, is it just hair? Or Think is about a meat? zebra. It's just got hair on the tiny little bottom of it. I don't know what a zebra's like. Why, dude? <laughs> I Why? I don't know. It's got what a like a long. Like. It's got. It's honestly that's the answer. It's got a meat tail. So horses have meat in that tail. I think so. <laughs> I really do want to know. Well. I don't know what to tell you, but I did. This isn't the ghost I'm doing this week, but I found out yeah. about an amazing ghost. Oh, fuck. I'll have to, like, look it up, but it's... Is it a horse? You know a, there's a whole Wikipedia section of, go- of like, ghost horses. Yeah, of course. But there's one that's... It's supposed to be the ghost of a... It's a woman who was cursed and transformed into oh my God. a horse is without it, a head. Oh, I was looking up neck today neck is like a folklore like shapeshifter horse woman that lives ooh. in the water yeah ooh i love that that's mm-hmm. kind of like a um oh damn it kelpie mhm yeah i mean i think they're kind of the same beast but different um different cultures different, different translations yeah sure i always i'm so struck with the fact that people come up with the same shit even though they're nowhere near each other it's because it's real I mean, yeah, that's exactly why. It's just as Kelpies and Necks are actually real. They're out there. Yeah, for sure. It's up to you to find the answers. Oh, I was going to say to avoid them. Oh, I'm going to say go find them, ask them what they prefer, Neck or Kelpie. Who? You're asking the creatures themselves? Mm. Well, I guess that's fair. They probably have their own word. Probably. They probably just say, like, I never thought about it. I just thought of us as us. Yeah. Anyway, this is That's the Spirit. Yeah, again, this is the show. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been just like, man, I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Ever since I moved into this house three days ago? Not even. Yeah. Saturday. Two days? I don't even know. This uh, This is a haunted house. This is a haunted apartment. I will say, I was thinking about it on the way over, and perhaps you brought some spirits from your parents' house with you here. Well, we are sitting next to one thing I should never have brought here. A haunted bed. Which is a haunted bed. I found this, well, <laughs> it is a, a bed frame that you can tell is like hand wrought. Yeah. It's got a lot of wonderful... It is handsome. It's beautiful, but it's for sure got spirits. Have you had any troubling dreams? No troubling dreams. It's more like noises, um, things like clickety-clackadin, knocking around, that are not from yeah. the hallway. It's clearly in my apartment. I think that you sh- need to get some, like, little, like, nightlight-type lights. That has really yeah. changed my life because I'm very scared of the dark. And just having, like, 
um, it's not like happening really at night. Gentle Christmas. Lights. It's happening in in the in the day. Oh well, then whatever. Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm just like, what up, dude? This apartment like, is full here. of radiators, and I yeah. know for a fact that those are fucking loud. But the heat's not on. Okay, but still, if like this is a giant building, like stuff is gonna be yeah. rattling through pipes. Could be ghosts. Could be I just don't know could it yet. Ghosts. You could reach out to the people who used to live here and say, "Hey, why did you move? Was it ghosts? Is that why yeah. this apartment is yeah. so nice?" And, mm. You know. Whatever. And like they were just like really anxious for someone to move yeah, in, and like, I was like, I guess we'll I'll do it. it. Yeah. I mean, I'll never understand why I got this place. But do you sleep with the door open? No. Good. I was gonna say if you're doing that, for God's sake, don't. No, but when Blue gets here, you will. Of but course, I'll have once to. you have a, a pet here, that's fine. That'll change everything. Cass can communicate with the spirit world. Yep. And if a thing happens in the night, your brain will just be like, "It's the cat. Go to sleep." Yeah. That's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Like, when I sleep in Tommy's room, if there's, like, Your house a guest or shit, something. As we all know. And Tommy has the little girl that lives in his room, the little girl ghost, I and she'll that. just, like, I tap him until that. he wakes up. I really don't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, imagine Tommy. I don't think he loves it. <laughs> I don't think he loves it. I accidentally, it. not kicked, but I shooed my cat away with my foot last night because I was laying on my stomach on my bed, mm. and she, like, pushed her face up against my foot, and Aww. I really panic because she was being silent and I wasn't expecting oh. it and I was like Ugh! and I like donkey kicked back and I was like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> anyway that's where I'm at just like personally Please. Oh, yet again we've somehow come full circle to back cats. to cats here we are yeah again. we'll never stop our we'll life has stop. more in it I swear do we have any like important stuff to tell anybody who listens to this um yes the same day that this comes oh out we are going to be on public access television oh. Oh, and guys. we will post a link. It will also be on YouTube, I believe. Big shout out Max to Max and Natalie Live. Natalie Live. We're going to be on their amazing show. It's Natalie Rich and Max Renerton. Mm-hmm. So talented. Extremely funny. So funny. If you ever, like, Rob and I were sitting on the side as they were filming part of their segment basically peeing our pants Just, trying like, not cackling. to laugh. Yeah. Um, it's It's really good. It's it, really good. And they're just good pals to have. You mm-hmm. should definitely check it they're out. They're awesome. Um, we'll post a link to our episode, but also you should just watch their their show. Yes, they you were recently featured on, on the back cover of Time Out New York. That's right. Because they have a live show coming up at the pit. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I wish I knew when it was. But I know, it's I don't know the exact date. Look up, we'll, go to the pit.com yeah, we'll or whatever it. it is and go to it. Yeah, they're really, really awesome. Yeah. So this will be the same day, Wednesday. The Amazing, I don't know what day it eighth. is. I believe. Cool. Whatever. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, I think that's like it. Halloween time has happened since we last recorded. Honestly, it's over, but I live in a constant Halloween I mean, of the yeah, mind. Nothing has changed for me. Yeah. Halloween of the mind. It's yeah. just constant. It's mm-hmm. forever and always. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, we wore silly outfits for a day, you guys, but what's mm-hmm. new? Mm-hmm. I wore a, my costume this year was... A black jumpsuit with just a ribcage. <laughs> it was. Okay, but yeah. to, to <laughs> preface that, sized for a 2XL adult man. Yeah. Like a six foot yeah. big and tall man. So mm-hmm. it was like, 
hanging off of you in hilarious yeah. ways. And I was like, does it make me look fat? And you're like, yeah, because it's so huge. No, <laughs> I probably said no because it's made for a giant man, like a I lumberjack mean, not man. only was it huge, but also... It only had... It had a child-sized ribcage printed on it and no other bones. Not the rest of the skeleton. <laughs> so... I was just a ribcage for Halloween this Well, year. your backstory... My backstory was that I was drawn and quartered. Yeah. And then carrion birds flew away with my pelvis and yeah. somebody stole my head. Well, there you go. Which would happen because that's... I'll, I'll get to that today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I was just a pizza. It was beautiful. It did, it was really good. I'm, don't look at me like that. I didn't I'm, mean to say it was okay. such, with I'm such looking at her animosity in my With like voice. a scolding, yeah. you looked amazing No, I was a type. pizza and the pizza was great. Yeah. I was also, saying, guys, like, I, we went to an amazing party, but then as we were leaving, Steph bit I tripped so, so bad that... But we both tried to act like it didn't happen. I tripped so bad that... The palms of my hands were the first thing that met the ground, and my feet were like all the way over my head. At the time, though, I was like, "You're fine. Let's go." I I also was like, "Nothing happened." We're like, "Nope, nothing's happened." It's because our car was there. It was right there, and I was like, "Here he is. Let's go." We gotta go. We gotta go. I dudes like, if you get injured, I will say, if you have enough booze in you, it's like nothing ever happened. So, sure, but also, like, it's that superpower of when you're really embarrassed that you're hurt, yeah, that you're you like, I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, actually, my foot is broken. Yeah, the <laughs> next day you're like, I sprained my ankle really badly. Yeah, that's like when I ran, or when I walked that, <laughs> like, marathon and a half, and yeah. I was like, my foot kind of hurts, and then the next day it was, like, black yeah. and, like, swollen. I was like, That's oh, insane. I guess I ruined it. Huh? My um, new sister-in-law, hi, Corey. Hey. Broke her fucking foot. Oh my god! The went to Disney morning World. of her honeymoon. What a shit show! And uh, just went to Disney World, but it worked out because skipping all the lines. Kudos to her to getting that little electric wheelchair. I know. Zooming about. She did tell me that a lot of people take it like for granted, like people that just don't feel like walking. Look, I would on. do that. Yeah, I would go to Disney in a heartbeat and be like, I don't feel like walking. I have cancer. Yeah, give me. A well, yeah, okay. I no one can contest that. I know, but you, I know in my heart that it's, um, like, shitty, so I couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't think you should do it. Even in my time of, like, looking the worst, when I was obviously sick, I was too embarrassed to be like, can I actually sit on the subway? Like... (laughs) I feel like you definitely could have. I mean, like I could have, but it's not worth the feeling of being like I'm gonna guilt you out of. Girl, this. you can even ask to sit on a subway if you like feel faint. That's your right. You can ask to sit. Well, I've been conditioned to think otherwise. That's right, exactly. Because <laughs> women have been okay. I'm not gonna get into Let's it. Let's not right get now because it. I could do a whole thing. I'm not gonna start because I won't stop. Listen to our other podcast. Yeah, we're mad. <laughs> <laughs> we're women and we're angry. Um, I got something to say. Yeah, a that's just a twelve-hour-long podcast mm-hmm. every day. Uh, I will just say quickly though that every single time I'm on the subway and I'm minding my own business and someone like pokes me or gets my attention and asks if I want to sit down. Ooh, I with laser eyes. I'm like, I, why do I look pregnant to you? Oh, stop. And, no, but for some reason, that's, every, it ruins my day every time because I'm like, well, I'm throwing away this dress because obviously I look pregnant. No, you know that one time I went into a makeup store and I was looking at moisturizers and I was looking in like the area where it's like blurred line between moisturizer and stretch mark cream because you know i've got plenty of them and i was like sure everyone do but this was when i was like 19 and i was embarrassed about it still Mm -hmm. 
And a salesperson came up to me and said, are you pregnant or did you just have the baby? I Let me just tell you, I was at least 30 pounds skinnier than I am now. So at the time I was like, what the fuck? I was That's really upset. Up. And I was just like, I didn't want to yell at him. So I was just like, neither. And he was like, oh, ha, ha. and I was like, yeah. What a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just like ne- literally never assume someone's pregnant. Also, what's wrong with you, you that you have you seen a pregnant person? Right. They don't look like it, nobody who's even just like a little bit like carrying a little more weight in the front of their body it looks like they're look pregnant. The same as being pregnant. Are you a stupid? You know what? That's what I'll transform it into. I'll feel sorry for those people because they're obviously stupid a stupid idiot. Yeah. Now I'm just having my angry voice. Okay, Do you don't, see the difference? I know. I hear it. I hear yeah. it. I hear it coming out. I'm becoming like a um, very like Italian, like my, my yep. aunts. Yep. Yeah. We can't do it. Um, so it's not a thing. Are you going first or am I going first? I don't know who went first last time. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Oh, you did. Because I did werewolves. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, and boy was it good. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, uh, so this week I did something that I'm really excited. Uh, brings to hear about me a lot this. of joy because okay. you know I love a skeleton. Of course, you know that I'm just like you know I can't wait to find out what mine looks like. I mean, I'll never know. I mean, I'll humbly submit a guess. Honestly, I could just X-ray my whole self and then I'd, I would know. I feel like it's gonna look pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, <laughs> there's this cut, ghost called Screaming Skulls. <laughs> It's a whole category of ghosts. (laughs) Okay, so it's not just one in specific. No, no, it has origins in England for the most part, but like they're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, Basically, it's always a skull that's detached from the rest of its body. Amazing. So what makes it creepier than a regular skull, you ask? Tell me. These skulls, while separated from their bodies, seem to maintain the emotional life of (laughs) their owners. With no face. You well, just chatter. I okay, don't know. Sorry, keep going. I guess we'll find out. Not oh. only that, but they they have like needs and desires, <laughs> and almost all of them desire to stay in the house where their spirit continues to live. Okay. Okay. So anytime these disembodied skulls are removed from their houses, sometimes they were, I'll get into this, but like, like... were they buried at where they died or what? Most of the time they're buried in like a churchyard or a graveyard, but they, some of them have like requested to be buried in their homes. Okay. But so they obviously could their, be accommodated. their house also be just their grave? No. Okay. Okay. No. Anytime that like they're removed from the house that they lived in when they were alive, mm-hmm. they protest by way of hauntings, poltergeist activity, and... Screaming. You guessed it, screaming. Lots of screaming skulls belong to people killed in religious persecution type shit, like Oliver Cromwell, Roundheads, English Civil War, 17th century type shit. But others are from people who lost their heads in various and other insane ways, like murder and accidents. Mm -hmm. The craziest variation, though, is that sometimes on their deathbeds, a person would just request that their body be buried in their homes in the walls. Oh, fuck. And of course... That's scary as hell. Like, before, like, the 15th century, I think, maybe it was during, like, the 1500s, like, the history of burials is really interesting because for a long time what they did was just put people in a shroud, if Mm -hmm. you could even afford a shroud, and then bury you in the ground. 
no yeah, coffin. Makes sense. Then for health reasons, a couple hundred years later, they changed it. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me more about that, actually? I don't know. Like, what does the coffin actually prevent that just burying someone in the ground? I think doesn't? it was, I, this is like more of a thing. We'll get into this another day, but like, I think it was for health reasons. Yeah, but so like, the whole goal of coffin then is to let somebody decompose inside an enclosed thing. So I think that so. they're not decomposing in like, you know. The thing is like the main thing with like people being and this still happened with coffins mm-hmm. was people were being buried too shallow. Yeah. Uh, the environment and weather was unearthing people's bodies. You could smell the decomposition. Mm-hmm. People would come across dead bodies. Like yeah. it was a health problem. Okay. So encapsulating like with the shroud, they were like, well, the shroud's not doing it. Right. We gotta put it in a box. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like think about the way that you wanna make an avocado last longer when you <laughs> cut it in half. And then do that with a body. I don't like that. Well, it's the same exact thing. We all rot. <laughs> yeah, well oh my god, side note, sorry, on the way here on the subway. A group of children on my train car for at least 10 minutes was screaming. It was like two kids yelling back and forth at each other, you're going to (laughs) die. The whole time I was just like, you guys. You guys. (laughs) And one of them was like, you're going to die so hard. And the other one was like, you're going to die by getting like, by by like falling in front of the train. I was just like, oh, you morbid children. That's really funny though. It was funny and deeply (laughs) troubling. I love that. Yeah. We should play that game. You're going to die. No, you're, you're going to die. I want to be like, you're both going to die. Oh, we're all going to die. Right. I want to be like, joke's on you. Dude. <laughs> anyway. Nobody thinks that's funny, but Sorry. messed Keep up going. people like us. So they want to be buried in their houses in mm-hmm. the walls. Obviously, that wasn't... By this time, they had rules against shit like that. Um, obviously, this wasn't possible. Um, buried in graves in a cemetery, in a graveyard, in a churchyard. Soon after, haunting activity would start. Loud bangs. Things moving around on their own. Objects flying around. Crashes. Moans. Our least favorite Ooh, of the bunch. I don't like that. No. People still living in the house, like family and stuff, would make the connection, oh, it's our dead relative. Do you think that's what's happening in your apartment? No. Okay. No, no. It's comforting if you think it's a dead relative, I would think. Although, guys, <laughs> so sorry to interrupt again. I want to hear it. Our cab driver. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. On the way. Dude, I don't I forgot about this. Back to Natalie Live. Okay, so we're sitting back talking. Obviously we're talking we're we're trying to rehearse the ghosts that we're talking about. Robin's so nervous, I'm like, we just gotta talk about what we love, which is ghosts. Our cab driver goes, You guys gonna go on TV? And we're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we, yeah. We're, we're, we're we're just doing this silly thing about obviously like downplaying mm-hmm. how this is our life's work. Yep. And he's like, I've been a ghost twice. He was like, yeah. He was like, well, I'm an actor. I've also played a ghost two times. And we were like, oh, what? What? what, what? what? Then he proceeds to like go on his phone, fully driving, which fully is against the law. One hand drive to show us set photographs of him as a ghost, mm-hmm. and he just will not stop showing us these photos. Incredible. And like, honestly, we love them. But I loved it. I was, I was very scared it. as well. But he was also like, I've had some weird stuff happen. I can't explain it. And I was like, Do you find it more comforting or scary? And he was like, Scary for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Why is like, it? Why are you asking that? Okay, why are you asking me that? I'm definitely disturbed by ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, well, I, well, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Look um, up Frank. He's been on Billions. 
two episodes of Billions. <laughs> I mean, oh honestly, that's, he's a successful actor. That guy's way more successful than I'll ever yeah, be. Yeah, then I, the only thing, I remember, like, during the cabaret, I was like, one time I was in, on a History Channel special, he was like, that's cute. <laughs> Fucking Frank. Damn, Frank. You anyway. Anyway, sorry, I, j- I did have to I mean, bring that up, though. Yeah. Also, it's like a, that example of just when you do what you love, people just flock to you. <laughs> Talk about ghosts. Both of us were just sl- jaw <laughs> dropped in the back I seat cannot. Like, I still can't believe that happened. What the fuck is happening? Anyway, yeah, it was, I can't uh, believe that it happened. It was a mitzvah. It truly was. A kismet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. The families, after they go against the wishes and bury these people, they're like, oh fuck, it's our dead relative who's upset. Oh, no. And then they'd fucking disinter. That's the skull! They're gonna get way more upset. I know. Well, no, I don't think so. Possible. Um, It's possible to do this. Sometimes people weren't buried in coffins, but merely shrouds, as I pointed out. Yeah. Um, Also, I'm taking all this from my my tome. I just feel like disinterment is really, like, a damaging thing. But if that's what the spirit's calling for. I guess. Then uh, if they like, if they're like, get me out of this fucking grave. What's that Kevin Bacon movie where she's buried in the mall? I have no idea, but I love him. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know, Footloose. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. So they take the skull and display it inside the fucking house. That's badass. Sometimes on top of a staircase, on a Interesting beam placement, or okay. on a table. That's what you should put in the little cubby hole over there. In I your should apartment. actually. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's examples of some being displayed in glass cases, like Annabelle. Oh fuck! Yeah, no. I don't Anytime like that. somebody tries to take the skull out of the house, something fucked up happens. Like Obviously. people yeah. have been known to throw the skulls in moats, lakes, <laughs> rivers. Why? Smash the skulls, grind them to dust, burn them, bury them in quick. Were gl- they messing up the house? Like, I think it was just like. I don't want a fucking person's skull around me. Yeah, I, I, I obviously I wouldn't that. mind at all. But also, somebody's putting it in the walls of a mountain. Nothing fucking works. Hauntings continue every time until the skulls return. Here's some examples of particular amazing screaming skulls. Hit me with them. The Wardley Skull. It lives in Wardley Hall in Manchester, England, home of Roger Downs, whose skull this is. Or is it? I'll get to that. So this asshole named Roger Downs in this lore had a house in Manchester. One day he goes to London. He gets drunk. He yells, I'm going to kill the first person I meet. A poor tailor crosses his path. Roger thrusts his sword into him, kills him. He's tried for murder, but he's a rich person, and his influence wins out. He went free. Wow, not much has changed. I know it. Soon after, he's crossing London Bridge, drunk again, attacks a watchman. Ugh, Roger, fucking... The watchman's like, nope. (laughs) Cuts off his head in one blow. Mm -hmm. The watchman and his friends... Aggressive. Sent the head to Wardley Hall. Yeah, they kept and mailed it. I don't know. How can you mail it? Oh, whatever. It was the past. The people there tried to get rid of it by burning it, sinking it, moving it somewhere else. All met violent, destructive hauntings. Eventually, the skull is placed in a fucking aperture in the wall above the house's main staircase. Jesus. Or here's another theory. Because that skull does exist. Mm -hmm. For sure. And here's another theory about, like, whose it is. Mm-hmm. Some people think the skull is actually that of this guy, Benedictine monk Barlow. The Downs, not Roger, 
his other ancestors, Mm -hmm. were Catholics and took the big risk of having masks in their giant house. Religious persecution, pre-English Civil War, all of that shit. This monk was recruiting people to come and, like, do mass in that house. Okay. He was caught, beheaded, and the head was impaled in town. Oh, fuck. Francis Downs, the master of the house, went and got the skull and hid it in his house. I guess just to be like, don't make fun of my friend the monk. Yeah. I'll preserve him this and hide his head. Ooh, it was found like by this other guy at like hundred like years later by accident. Then a servant found it and thought it was an animal skull and threw it in the moat. Really? How could you confuse? <laughs> I don't know, man. But the skull kept screaming and screaming <laughs> for its place to be Shattering restored. And shrieking. Yep. So <laughs> That's all I can imagine. That's what is happening. So what did they do? They drained the moat. You gotta find the it. Skull yeah. And brought it back. I was wondering with the other guy, how did they keep finding it after they were like trying to get rid of it? I think a lot of the time, like they would just have to like comb the lake and be like, found it again. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, just keep Got the it. skull. Just keep it. There's one solution in one of these other ones. It's pretty good. The Betches Comb Skull. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. In Dorset, yeah. England. Um, thought to be the skull of a slave from the West Indies brought to the manor. The slave either killed or someone was killed by him. On his deathbed, he promised his spirit would not rest and would haunt this fucking place until his body was taken back to the West Indies. Of course, instead, it was buried in the churchyard. Mm-mm. Soon after, screams were heard coming from the graveyard. <laughs> yeah, just like, Wah! <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear my teeth chattering? <laughs> That's what it's called. So, and then a bunch of like crazy noises coming from the farmhouse. Like, okay, sorry, keep going. All this continued for a while until the body was dug up, then it stopped. They tried to bury it against again, but the exact same shit would happen. They tried to bury it so many times that eventually, because they weren't using like probably coffins, they Mm -hmm. were just doing shrouds or nothing at all, they lost all the bones but the skull. Oh, come on. Yeah. And then they finally put the skull on a win- on a winding staircase leading to the roof of the house. Interesting placement. None of this is true, however. Oh. Because it's since been proven by Royal College of Surgeons to belong to a prehistoric woman who they think was a victim of ritualistic sacrifice. Oh shit. Which is even more insane. Yeah. That's However, it's still at the manor, like just in case the surgeons are wrong. They're like, just in case, just in case. Are their hauntings still happening? If you take the skull away. Okay. Yeah. But if it's not the the skull of the person that they thought it was, then why would it haunt it if you took it away? I think that would still hold true because if the spirit of a person is haunting an area and you and they're used to having their physical remains kept a certain way, I think I'd be like out of sorts if somebody just decided to like fuck up my regular routine. You know? Yeah. If it's like, this is me, here's my spirit, my skull's always on these stairs, and that's how it is. And someone was like, nope, it's in a moat now. I'd be like, no way. Yeah, no, that's, that, that is that. fair. Yeah. But so here's this next one, the Burton Agnes skull. Anne, one of three sisters, was set upon by thieves on the road. She was struck and killed. And on her deathbed, her dying wish was that her head be buried in the walls of her home. Instead, they buried her underneath the old Norman church on the ground. Strange noises started happening. 
And the two remaining sisters said that they heard Anne pleading to come home. Oh, my God. They finally dug her up, but when they opened the coffin, they were shocked to discover that the head had been completely severed from the body and the skull was grinning. No! I don't like it. The parish priest recommended that the head be removed and taken back to the house. Yeah, hot take. Yeah. The sister did this and all the weird shit stopped. Anne's skull was removed when the house changed hands by inheritance. Once again, Anne yelled a lot about it. They brought the skull back and put it on a table in the hallway Years later, somebody else bricked the skull up in the house, Smart. and they don't know where it is. That's the solution, right? I mean, I will say on the record right now, I would like for my head to be buried in my house. Me too. Not and my also, my parents. now that I'm thinking about it, there's so many, I have so much exposed brick that's obviously been re, like. Yes, there could literally be anything in those walls. Like five skeletons could fit right behind my bed. Yeah, they're compact. So there's this other, my, my favorite skull, the Tunstead Farm skull. They don't know what, like the origin, they call this skull Dicky. Maybe that of a woman. Humiliated. Haunts a farmhouse. Legend has it a girl was murdered in the room where the skulls kept. Mm. Dickie is a, basically, I'd say, the guardian of the house. It sounds off noises and knockings if a stranger approaches. Same. Yeah. Sometimes it even rattles the equipment and tools in the barn so badly that the farmhands just straight up quit their jobs. What? Yep. One time thieves took it and it made so much noise and freaked them out so much that they just returned it and turned themselves in. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So that's okay. a Screaming Skull. Damn. Yeah, dude. I love the name. I wish I could hear a recording of them screaming. I know. Me like, too. Do you think that their teeth are chattering at the same time, or do you think the teeth don't even factor into it? Honestly, I think the less motion there is and the more sound, the scarier it is. That's true, but it's like my I wouldn't be able to get past being like, where is the wind for the scream coming from? But it's not It's not science. It's, it's a science we don't I know, understand yet. I know. You're right. I know you're right. But I'm still like, you know, I just like to picture yeah, a sure, skull, skull just doesn't emitting have a sound. Yeah. Sound moves on breath. Where is it? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I At do the same time. A chattering skelly. Yeah. And like wind makes noise. You're right. There, I just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's our show. <laughs> that's our show. Um, and tell me a ghoul. So I'm going to be talking about the estate, Summer Wind. Fuck. So my sources here are pretty much direct quotes from Huffington Post and QCTimes.com. Ooh. QC? I don't know where that is. Quebec City? All Probably right. not. Who's to say? I didn't check. Quality anyway. Located on the Michigan-Wisconsin border, there once stood a large Victorian vacation home called Summer Wind. Nice. The home, also known as the Lamont Mansion, was built in the early 1900s. It had 26 rooms, a large stone porch, four or five fireplaces, and while Ooh. it was still standing, it, inclu- it was included in a list of Life Magazine's nine most haunted places in America. Ooh, yeah. shout out Life Magazine. Mm-hmm. Hello, Life Where Magazine. Where are you now? R.I.P. Um, yeah, it, it is no longer. I know. Um, it was host to a lot of prestigious guests while it was still standing, including President Warren Harding. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. The deep cut? I mean, he was... Presidents. Sure. Yeah, he's not high on the list of mm. faves. 
Um, the home is rumored to be cursed. Uh, in some ways, we've become familiar with anyone who removes anything from the property will find bad luck. I mean, like that's your like about, number one thing. Yeah. Don't take anything. Like one realtor took a brick Dumbass. as a souvenir and Stupid. while literally driving away from the house, got in a horrible car accident. Real dumb. Returned it. Anyway, as the legend goes, a Great Lakes captain named Jonathan Carver once owned the property, but was tricked out of the deed at the site where Summerwind was built. And he died a pauper because of it. And he's one of the ghosts claimed to reappear, to reclaim ownership. The mansion itself, so he owned the property, not the mansion. Okay. The mansion itself was built in 1916 by a millionaire named Robert P. Lamont, Mm. who became President Hoover's Secretary of Commerce. During his 15 years at the mansion, Lamont believed the structure was haunted uh, and suddenly abandoned it in the mid-1930s after one particularly frightening evening. Him and his wife had just settled down to an evening meal in the kitchen when the door to the basement shook itself open and the ghostly form of a man appeared. Lamont, uh, as you do, grabbed his gun, fired two shots at it, and the door swung shut. Got it. So, obviously nothing happened, except he blew two giant holes in the basement door. That also which, makes me laugh, because, like, it wasn't a pistol. It was like, a, I need to shove the gunpowder down in this gun. Yeah. Like, don't you move, ghost. She's like, stay there. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Next one's coming in ten seconds. <laughs> so, he blew two giant holes in the basement door, which could be seen, like, for... Years and years later, yeah. they did not replace the door. Um, so obviously, he was freaked out, sold the house. Oh, wow. Did not put an end to the weird happenings. Um, visitors to the house over the years have reported a whole range of weird occurrences. Examples include wallpaper hung on one day, would fall off the next. Not that weird. Wait, where is this located again? Um, the Michigan Wisconsin border. All right, okay. I was just mm-hmm. thinking about if it's a human place. Because oh. that's. That could happen in a humid place. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know enough about the area, but it could be. I've never been to the middle of this country. Me neither. Never been to a single flyover state. No. Is that an offensive term? I don't know. Anyway, people reported that. I've never heard that term before. Flyover state? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Between coasts. Hmm. Um, Paint would change colors overnight. Uh, a ghost named Matilda was said to float through walls and windows. Cute. One owner was driven to a mental institution, which we'll get to. Mm. In the early 1970s, the Hinshaw family moved into the home, and the hauntings obviously continued. Shadows would be seen moving down the hallways. They would hear whispers, but then the whispers would stop when any of them entered the room. Classic ghost stuff. Weird electrical Best. stuff, you know. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, one window raised and lowered so often at all hours that Mr. Hinshaw nailed it shut. Did it work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, they don't mention it again, so probably. The family desperately tried to renovate the home, but had an impossible time keeping workers because Summerwind had already gained a reputation for being so haunted. And eventually workers stop showing up for work, either saying they were sick or just openly refusing to work. Yeah, it's like the Ratland farmhands. I also feel like Summer Wind is just the location of one of those, like, 15-part romance novels. You know? Oh, my God. Do you know that there is a thing called Pearl, P.E.A.R.L., and it's, like, paranormal something, whatever, I don't know, romance novels. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, dude, and I accidentally went there on Wikipedia today. Dude, you know today. that um, just if you guys are doing 
novel writing November. That's not what it's called. It's like no, no, Nova no, no, I don't know. I'm trying to do it. And I'm writing about my Norseman and, and me. <gasps> Norseman, Norseman? But in this, it's basically that genre. Yeah. Where it's also me, I'm a witch. He, he's a Viking time traveler stuck mm-hmm. inside a human man's body. Yeah. Just like real life. Well, a Viking is a human man. He's also a sure. Norse god. Sure. But anyway, that's basically like my genre that I write. Um, I'll send you this As link. in last week, I started this one thing. <laughs> That is that. <laughs> that's my specific yeah. niche genre. Yeah, I've written like five pages. I mean, that's a lot of pages. <laughs> I'll be honest. Every paragraph is a small victory to me. Well, this is a whole subgenre of novel that people make a living selling and writing. I'm sure and they it's do. incredible. I, and I think that we need to start a book, a book about uh, romance bikers. I don't know what that I means. I only got paid $50, but <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Whatever you just said, it's not processing for me. I'll explain it later. Yeah. All right. Well, tell me uh, more. About, okay. So tell me more. <laughs> so the Henshaw family was, you know, at their wit's end. They decided they're going to renovate the house themselves. Mm-hmm. During the renovation, Arnold, who is the dad in the family, mm-hmm. was painting a closet in one of the bedrooms and discovered a hidden dark space in the back. When he investigated the space, he thought he saw the remains of an animal. The entrance to the space was too small for him to fit into, so he sent his daughter Mary with a flashlight to investigate. Don't you throw your daughter under the bus like that? Well, guess what? Moments later, Mary let out a scream and claimed she had discovered a human skull with strands of black hair still clinging to it. That's the worst type. Mm-hmm. That's the, the worst yeah, type Yeah, it's all. a ring ghost, basically. That's the, even worse than that. That's like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, the discovery of the corpse marked... A turning point for the family, yeah, as sure, you could imagine. Sure. Yeah. Arnold, the father, began to display strange behavior, staying up late at night, playing the organ. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. I had a question, and then I heard that organ yeah. part. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, they find a body. They go back. Okay, the they find space. a body. They freak out. They go back later to see it. It's gone. All right, so that like, was missing from the so story, like, but yes. I was like, well, did the police come? Is there an investigation? No, when they like called the police, there was nothing there when they went back. Yeah, Fuck. but it fucked them up because they were like, we know this was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would start playing the mm-hmm. organ too. So where Arnold, did he get an organ? They already had it when they moved into the house. So wow. he stays up late playing the organ. The music became a strange mixture of senseless melodies and would grow louder during the night. Fuck. His wife, Ginger, begged him to stop, but Arnold claimed the demons demanded that he continue to play. <laughs> Arnold's fucking losing no. it. He would often play the weird, bizarre music until dawn as his frightened wife and children took refuge in one of the bedrooms. Wow. Six months after moving into the house, Arnold suffered a breakdown, had to go to an asylum, and Ginger attempted suicide. Oh, my God. Ginger moved out of the house and never saw Arnold again. Good girl. Yeah. The next owner of the home, though, so her dad ended up buying the home from them because nobody else would buy it, and then her dad's, like, one of his kids moved in there. No. And eventually reported hearing what sounded like two pistol shots and ran into the kitchen to find the room filled with smoke and the smell of gunpowder, an apparent supernatural reenactment from the 1930s Lamont incident, just like we've talked about with yes. ghosts before. Well, repeat incidents. Yeah, like an imprint. Mm-hmm. 
And while that owner was trying to renovate the home, again, a number of odd happenings. Most notably, furnishings started appearing in photographs, which had not been in existence since the original owners like the had shining. possession of the home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Room dimensions also appeared to change in the photos as drafts people tried to produce blueprints of the Are room. Are you even So when they would, me. like, sketch out a new part of the room, it would fucking show up in a photo. Isn't That's that, really fucked yeah, up. Terrifying. Does this place exist still? Well, don't worry, I'll tell you. I mean, the house eventually, it, it got such a reputation that it was unsellable. Because oh. it was so notably haunted, it was unrenovatable. Wow. Every realtor refused to take it on, knowing it would never come off the market. An investor in the house's restoration said that he also fell victim to the curse. So this was just a guy who donated money to trying to get it renovated. What? He said, quote, My life has been a nightmare since buying an interest in that place. I lost a franchise business. My best friends who co-owned Summerwind with me weren't speaking to me. I had a psychic visit it. He got out in a hurry, said it was so spooked that even he wanted no part of it. Fuck. The same investor said that one day while trying to start up a boat in his boathouse, the boat exploded, blowing him into the water and burning the house to the water's edge. He escaped with a broken leg, and luckily friends were nearby to save his life. Yeah, so this house, like, doesn't want to be fucked with. So by the 80s, the mansion, 1980s, the mansion was completely abandoned since it had become clear that no one could renovate it nor sell it as is. And in June 1988, the mansion was struck by lightning and burned to the ground. Are you fucking kidding me? All that survives is the house's chimney stacks, foundation, and stone staircase. That's an act of God. Visitors, God like, you know, yep, I gotta get rid this of this house. one. Visitors of the site of the home are often told they can tell they're in the presence of spirits if they can smell orange peel drifting through the air. Why? Who liked oranges? I don't know, but it's well known in the area that that's the thing. People will be like, oh, you went to the old Lamont house, huh? What did you smell? Like three different reporters, I read this and they were like, yeah, I said orange peel. And they were like, yeah, that's what the spirits there smell like. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like old potpourri or something. Yeah, shit? I don't know. Oh, but, man, that's amazing. Yeah. That reminds me a lot of um, Renaissance... Not Renaissance. What is it, girl? Resurrection Mary. Oh, yeah. Uh, that dance hall burned burn down, down twice. over and over again. <laughs> Burns down twice. Isn't meant Don't to be. Don't build it again, man. Mm-hmm. If you keep on renovating it and then it's just struck by lightning and burns... It doesn't want to exist. Keep it keep it down. Yeah. It's Jeez. not meant to exist. You should even build a pit there so there's, like, any any extras just out. I know. Just get it out. Ugh. I also read a, a, an article of a guy who went to visit it, and he said that there were just clusters of flies all around the, Classic the house sign. thing. Yeah. That sounds a lot Foundation. to me like a demon, though. Yeah, it's really fucked up. That that sounds less to me like a ghost and more like like a demon presence. Except for the one where the ghost kept appearing in the yes. kitchen. Yeah, and that's, that's like, yeah, classic sure, ghost. ghost. But I feel like maybe... Because as we know, a ghost won't actually hurt you. Yeah, it won't. And also, it won't drive you to play the organ all night long. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that guy's fucking, like, I, insanity-driven organ grinding. It's honestly, really like, upsetting. Red flag number one is sending your daughter into a crawl space with a flashlight. Sure. Like, anybody... Maybe honestly, hire literally anyone else to I do see it. it all the time, too, when people are just like don't know stuff and they're like oh child of mine you're small enough get in there and i'm like what What do you you mean you see it all the time (laughs) bad parenting i see it around me i see it constantly no what i mean is like 
I guess just like bad dads throwing their kids under the bus. Yeah. And making them do stuff they don't want to do. It's like see a see a skull ghost with mm-hmm. black hair still on it. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that child could have been spared a lifetime of misery. Yeah. Also, uh, like, half tip, half forewarning. If you're even, like, dating or around somebody who likes to play the organ and you may be starting to get into don't. You gotta Just go. Don't. You gotta move. Nothing good. You gotta gonna come change your name. Don't go near someone. Mm-hmm. Who likes an organ so much that they just have it in their house. And they can't help but play it all through the night. Because it'll upset the, the demons. demons. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you, you just got especially if they're just making up, if they're just jamming on the organ. Not you, even. Get they're out just there. smushing their stupid ham hands on the keys. Yeah, get out of there. You gotta respect yourself and you gotta leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hard to hear, I know, but. Yeah, I we're here for you. We're here for you. Yeah, man, that's messed up. Yeah, so that's Summer Wind, and... Maybe I should change my wonderful November novel to be about Summer Winds and Arnold and Ginger's relationship. Ooh, I do like that idea. That's actually a fun idea. It's fun, right? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You could do it. Yeah, I feel like writing this one about the Norseman to me is too close to home. I feel like you want that for, like, personal erotic fiction, and that's fine, and I support that. I don't even. It's not even that. I want it for, like... Just me writing a story about how I make a friend. <laughs> That'd be fine. That'd oh be good God, enough. Oh my God, I only just now realized that you're not going to see him again because you're not commuting. I'm really upset. Aww. I did see him and I told you last time we, you gave we him were your recording. Card. No, I told you I'd give you another update because I did see him again. Right. On the train and then I just forgot to. I saw him again. He was wearing like his uniform of a three-piece suit. This Casual. time he had a low pony. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. He can somehow pull off a, like, karate person ponytail. hmm And... Like an Ichabod crane. Yes, exactly. Or a karate person. <laughs> <laughs> and he sure. passed me by, walked back, said hello, and then said, on your way to work? And I said, yup. And he said, me too. Then left. No. Which, like... Nothing happened, but he did make an effort to talk to me, and now I'll never see him again. He has your business card, dude. Yeah, but still, man. Yeah, but think about this. Maybe he'll email you in, like, a week being like, haven't seen you in a while. Or maybe I'll be like, why didn't you call me if I ever go, like, you know, just, like, see him again? And I'll be like, I don't have a phone because I'm a, I'm a Norse god spirit inside of a Viking person's body in the now time. And that's why I have a quill pen with me at all times. It would make some things make a bit more sense. And I say this as somebody who's never seen Outlander, but it smacks of Outlander to me. I've never seen that. I haven't seen it. I just, I just, and I don't feel like it's the same at all. But I do feel like there's some time travel stuff. I have no idea. Sexy man from a different era. I don't know what TV shows are happening except for Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Well, and you started watching Alias Grace, so yes. you're pretty much caught up. Anything with an Irish accent. Also, really excited for Peaky Blinders to start again. Uh, almost nobody that I know watches that show. No, I actually had a whole conversation with a bunch of people who we were talking about how we couldn't get into it, so I'm sorry. I love it. I know. Cast from Works lo- loves it, too. I know. I mean, I just can't. I love Gillian Murphy. I Legit, I just love him. I love him so much. Look, I I obviously love Killian Murphy as well. I, I love just, people wearing a flat cap. 
I love that's where we look at people. You I don't, don't like, like a hat, hat one bit. I don't like any kind of hat anyway. You don't like the cool like haircuts from that time. No, people, it's not the hair that I mind. People it's having the hat. like cool like PTSD from war, but before they knew what it was. You don't like that. Mm, only if it's the kind where they tremor uncontrollably. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it, what it. I'm saying is mostly the hats. I don't like. I don't like a hat in general. Unless no it's for hats. Work. No, I don't like any hats. Okay. I'm coming out strong against hats, and I know that it's a strong position to take, but... I really liked when hats were fashionable, and there was a haberdasher, and you'd go, and he'd style you for a hat. That was a different time, but now if I see somebody wearing a hat, it's different. You Not know even just, like, different. a flat cap, like a, a hat for driving, like a driving cap. Not like a fedora. Everyone in the world knows those suck. What if someone's wearing a Panama hat? No. Like no. the man no. in Curious George. No. no. Why? No. no. I don't like it. The man in the yellow hat is a nice man, but he takes care of that monkey. I don't want any hats. I don't want them on me. I don't want them on you. I don't want them on anybody in my peripheral vision. Not even a beanie? I don't want beanie? to see them. A beanie I can abide if it's very cold out. Okay, well... I didn't know this about you, and I'm going to turn you. I'm I don't make like, like hats, a... dude. Not even a top? You're getting hat. me all fired up. I really don't like hats. What about, like, a bowler? None None of the ones that you <laughs> name. I, each one you say makes me more mad because I'm like, yeah, no, this is reinforcing my bias against hats. What about a visor? No. It's not a hat, though. I don't like any of them. <laughs> And I'm sorry to raise my voice in your new apartment, but I don't like hats. <laughs> this is like my third night here, and we're just screaming at I don't about think those. anybody looks good in them, and I don't think that they should be a thing. All right, well, agree Unless you're in the hot, hot sun, and you're using one to cover you. Yeah, what about a wonderful sun hat that, if like, covers your If you're in the hot, hot body. sun, then of course, of course give yourself shade. Or, like, a straw hat. If you're if you're using it for shade, if you're using it for fashion, All right. I don't want to deal with that. Okay, like a Carmen San Diego. No, don't like I that. don't like that. You don't like that. I don't like a hat. All right, all right. I do like a beanie for cold weather, and I like a wide hat for the sun, and that's it. Okay, good to know. I'm that's sorry if I ever made you mad in the past. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. I really didn't know. I mean, like a cold weather hat, I feel like is different. Every time I ever worked a like a food job, which was every single year of my life, I had to wear something on my head because of the regulations. But that's like, you're talking about like a net. No, I never wore a hairnet. What are you talking about? I when we worked at Coldstone like, Creamery together, we did have to wear baseball hats sometimes. Yeah, baseball hats. Or like when that one time that I worked at. Do you at, like baseball hats? I don't like them, but if I'm like out running or something, I'll wear one or something. I don't like them. Also, like, one time a boy told me I look cute in one, so then I wore it for, like, five years, and then... (laughs) (laughs) You know? Well, do you have a tip for this week? My tip is... (laughs) Fuck a hat. Unless it's a beanie, fuck fuck a hat. I feel like, for me, my tip is... um, If there's a skull already in your house, just keep it. Don't disturb that skull. Just keep that skull. It's probably better, like, for everybody if you just, like, keep it. Put it away somewhere you forget about. If it were me, I would display it. Put it in its house. What are you talking about? 
put the skull back in the house where it wants to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. if you inherit a house and it's like, by the oh, way, there's yeah. a skull in here. Yeah. Don't just, like, get rid of the skull. No. You gotta Give keep it that a spot. shit, man. Give it a spot. That skull, guess what? You've got one, too. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if someone just did whatever willy-nilly with your skull? Yeah, you're you gonna scream, too, if somebody fucks with your skull. Exactly. Um, I would also say sleep with the nightlight and with your door closed. Yeah. Get rid of any organs. Don't even go near them. Yeah, don't play an organ. For God's yeah. sake. I feel like the most devilish musical instruments of all are organs. Piccolo. What? I don't know. That's not one. Right. That's not one. Thinking Peter and the Wolf. That's like last time we were doing... I feel like the devil's instruments are an organ. It's not the electric guitar. A fiddle, obviously. A fiddle. And then if I had to pick a woodwind... I guess it'd be hilarious to see a little devil playing the piccolo, being like, Our piccolo's really small. Yes. Yeah. Just like, Yeah, I would love that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Or it's like the, like those little devils from Fantasia. They're fun. Playing like a pan Fat little like cherub devils. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I love them too. They're not really devils. They're just little fat babies. Yeah, they're just like red angels who like to misbehave. Yeah, sure. That's it's you and I. <laughs> <laughs> little fat babies. Little red angels like to miss the Anyway, guys, you should please email us. Um, it's, That's the it's, podcast at gmail.com. Watch yeah. Max and Natalie live. Ooh, uh, follow us on Spirit Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's the Spirit Podcast on Instagram. Um, we're in our heyday here. Halloween through to Christmas. We got some... Fucked up oh my Christmas God, stuff to tell so you coming up. We've got so much shit coming your way. we got some guests coming. It's been a while since we had some guests. We've got a lot of guests coming your way. Yep, yeah. We've got some guests coming your way. Hopefully. Hope nobody bails. It'll be cool. <laughs> Guys. Cool if they don't. Um, <laughs> uh, almost time for the Christmas spirit. We're probably going to do some Thanksgiving ghosts, which I know you're thinking, are there any? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. There are. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of disenfranchised yeah. Native American ghosts. Oh, <laughs> fucking, yeah. It's going to be... A, it's going to be a real bummer of an episode. It truly everyone. will. It truly will. That being said, I do love pie. I do love pie. Well, yeah, of course it is. And I'm basically addicted to turkey because of how sleepy it makes me feel. Well, and you know that my favorite thing of the year, the dog show, mm-hmm. is Thanksgiving Day. So yeah. that's where I'm at. I've gone over to your house, and you're just in your pajamas still, but it's way past the dog show, mm-hmm. and you're just eating a pie out of the tin. My mom and also potato chips. decided to tell my brother-in-law's family this weekend about the time that I cried on Thanksgiving because I was so full. And I was like, I can hear you. Mm. And she was like, ha ha. Anyway, she ate so much that she <laughs> cried. Come on. I remember that time. Yeah. But also I feel like that's that every time. That was a time. hard year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It it kind of happens almost every day to me now. Yeah. I do go over like after thing. dinner and it's like you on the couch being like screaming like I ate too much. I ate too much food. You know what? This year I need to do bring a heating pad home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Really just. We should go on some kind of a fast that week as well. No, dude. That's the wrong thing to do. You have to eat and work up to it and train oh, your like stomach to stretch. Oh, like stretch it out. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fat piece of shit. Yeah. I did, I did like force my mom to agree not to make lasagna this year to just save me that embarrassing yum like i just can't stop myself we will have pies though i for some reason maybe it's just it, like italian families my mom had we have lasagna basically every single holiday or like a stuffed shells a ziti mm. i had manicotti for the first time ever this weekend it's fucking good it was really good yeah 
Yeah, it kind of rocked my world. That's why I'm a chubster, is because all through my life, it was just like ziti's on lasagnas. Yum. Yeah. Well, now you're living in a very pasta-heavy neighborhood, so mm-hmm. I wish you the best. Thank you. I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> anyway, everyone, follow us, um, tweet us, email us. Uh, email us if you have any amazing ghost stories about, you know, or just anything to say in general. We just want to hear from you. I really do. I'm pretty lonely right about now. You got a new place. I know, but I don't Look have any. Large. I know, it's true. I need to make some friends. I tried to make some friends on the street, but You no don't need to make me. any friends. Everybody's got babies here. It's weird. Well, you know what happens when you make friends. You have to do things. I don't want that. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we love, love you. you very much. We'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye.